Jeff here. Thanks for listening. Go to playvolutionhq.com slash ccbag or click the link in the show notes for the show's archives, ways to connect, ways to support the show, information about happy hour, and more. Johnson coming to you live from upstairs studio in the snuggery along the Gulf of Mexico with me for the last time. Well, this last batch of recordings anyway, and maybe she'll, maybe she'll, maybe she'll go there in the future. I'm just, okay. What I'm trying to say is Samantha is here, but it's the last time she's with me from Hawaii, probably unless she moves back to Hawaii. Sam, I wasn't kicking you off the show. Because that's really what it sounded like with me for the last time, because we are done with her shenanigans and hijinks. I apologize for that, Sam. How you doing? <laughs> uh, doing good now that I know I'm not being kicked off. Now so, my, my mood is lightened. So you're 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 moving you're moving from Hawaii back to America. We, we well, Hawaii's in America technically. Uh, but what? Yes. Huh? what really? <laughs> what? But we are we are moving to the east coast of the United States. That's what's a bunch of time zones, huh? It sure is. It it's I mean it's convenient for podcasting, though. Sure, sure. It's <laughs> well, gonna, it's gonna make, it's gonna make my life easier. Um, <laughs> but I, I I've got to imagine it's gonna be a little bit of of culture shock going from That's honestly what I'm terrified about. From, from the like islands asked, to the to the Boston area. That's what yes, we're about, I've been right? asking people, I'm like, are Boston people nice? If you're a Boston people, please email me. Are you nice? I'm so scared. Uh, Massachusetts listener, anybody on the anybody with opinions about Boston people, <laughs> send me a voicemail or text message to 228-363-6737. Um, Sam, we gotta I gotta get your take on this. I've been asking everybody. I love takes. So the 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 mushroom scenario. Great. Uh sure. a meteor goes through Earth's atmosphere. Everybody's infected. Um, we all now have have body mushrooms, mushrooms growing someplace on our body okay. that that we have to have to you have to consume them at least once a week um, or you'll die. But you get to will where in your body your mushrooms will grow. So you have that control over them and and like the basic type of mushroom. Um, where would you want your mushrooms to grow? Uh, easy. I would like two shoulder pads of portobello mushrooms. Oh, oh, very good. Like very good. One on each. And then what I have to, you know, pick it and then put it on the grill. Mm-hmm. And then it makes my outfits look very nice in 80s. But by sure. the time it's two 80s, you know, oh, got to consume the mushrooms. Okay. Yeah, well, there, there we go. There we where's, go. Where's um, your mushroom? My, my, my mushrooms. I was going with uh, eyebrow mushrooms because I want to, I want to have Ooh. big, big, poofy old guy eyebrows, but I just, <gasps> I've been trying to grow them out, but that's just not working. 
Um, so I thought that'd be a good place for my mushrooms. A a couple of our, our co-hosts wanted them on the back of their neck where they would be be less visible, but everybody on the planet has the mushrooms. So hey, you're not at that hiding point, them we can't anybody. we can't be self-conscious about the mushrooms. Yeah, I I, that, mushrooms. I I there would be too much hair in them back there for me. Um freaks like Kristen wanted them to grow between her toes. Um yeah, okay. been a, yeah. Yeah, um, a lot, of, a lot of mushrooms to go stuff going on, but I got a new one for you. So, Ooh, okay, say you got a seventy-two, a forty-eight hour warning, and you had to perform a surgery. Okay, what sure. kind of surgery? What surgery do you think you could successfully perform with forty-eight hours notice? Forty-eight hours notice, I could successfully remove a wart the size of a dime or smaller. Okay. Okay, you said that that's, very that's, confidently too. Well, <laughs> yes, that's what I have experience with. Not really, but I'm like, I can do that. I've had enough weird potential skin cancer, but not skin cancer things removed from my skin that I'm like, I can mm-hmm. do this. I watch them do it now. They stick the little thing in there. It makes a cut. They pull it out. They stitch it up. I'm like, I can do. I can do this. Sure, just sure. You just have to. Have, you just have to. If, as long as you got the hold of the equipment, you'd be in good shape. Right, equipment and sanitizing sure gotta make sure everything's sanitized you gotta rub it with the little the brown iodine and then you gotta like draw a circle around and be like that's what we're removing right be like i hope so and and it's gotta be iodine you can't use like uh diluted pudding and pretend like no no that That will get see i'm not even worried about the infection so much as the stickiness Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Uh, what surgery are you performing um, well, this is, you're the first one I've asked this question. So this is my, <laughs> my first time sharing mine. I think I could with 48 hours notice, I think I could do a, a minor amputation. So not like an arm or a leg, but I think a finger, I think, I think I could remove a finger or toe successfully. A finger. <laughs> um, uh, does the patient have to survive? Because like oh, I sure, could perform sure. all sorts of surgeries. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, we're <laughs> wanting survival. I think also I could remove... I could remove shrapnel, like say somebody got uh, got hit in the Ooh. ass with a with a with a uh, some bird shot out of a shotgun. I think I could sure. take the tweezers and and remove the pellets. You could do that uh, if there was like a fireworks accident where somebody ended up with a a bottle rocket embedded in their posterior. I think I could handle that. Um, I've seen maybe enough an, an westerns arrow. that I'm yeah. I'm like I can probably remove an arrow. I've seen enough westerns. Sure. I know how that works. They're probably sure. you will end live. Up, you ended up with a, like a, and like an arrow through the shoulder or something. I think I could. Uh, I, I can help handle you out. That. Um, you know, as long as it's not close to it, it I I might be uncomfortable. If it's like a head wound or, or too close that. to the heart. Otherwise, if it's in the fleshy part of the thigh, um, I, I got gotcha. Um, so, Great. Hey, well, you're who I'll call when I'm out there on the battlefield. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, you know, there might be another Boston Tea Party going on um, at some <laughs> point when you're when you're out there. So, uh, listeners, if you've got uh, thoughts on mushrooms or surgeries, two two eight three six three six seven three seven. Chris or uh, your uh, Sam, we should have tried this out before before we started we recording. Um, That's okay. We're going to go to a listener call before we get into the perfect circle time. Perfect uh, circle time. Gotta... Oh, we're screen sharing. Okay. Um, got to do this for the listeners, you know, since this is an audio. Can, uh, can you just can you, listen? Could you hear that? I can. I sure. I sure can. And I can still hear you. So that means it's working. Amazing. Um, so this is a this is a call from listener Debbie. 
Hey, Jeff, just listened to the podcast about part seven on procedures and policies. And you talked about emphasizing things that are all in caps. Well, I do know that. I okay, so we did an episode about policies and procedures, right. my obsession with policies, and procedures about uh, about handbook formatting. And I went on a bit of a rant uh, because I've been reviewing. No, Jeff Johnson on a rant. I know it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like me, but it happens once in a while. Um, I went on a little bit of a rant about uh, about the handbooks I've been reviewing in my my giant collection of program handbooks, up to one hundred and twenty plus handbooks right now, listeners. Um, a, a lot of a lot of a, a lot of all caps in in handbooks and and reading them, it it hurts the eyes and it make it it makes you feel like whoever wrote the handbook is yelling at you was, is my take. Yes. Um, and, and so I, I advised against that. And so that's what Debbie's calling about. I submitted my um, policies and procedure handbook uh, to you and mine are the entire thing is in all caps. I'm not yelling at people. Um, but the reason why I have done that is because. And a pause for a minute. Debbie has a great reason for putting her handbook in all caps. Um, Can I guess the reason? That's why I wanted to pause. I wanted you to guess. <laughs> Is the reason Debbie has written her handbook on an old-timey typewriter that only has caps? Oh, that would... That, that I just would, think that'd be fun if she did that. That would be delightful. I think that'd be she's cool. Just, she's just in her clickety-clickety-clickety, and she... Uh, <laughs> she she said she she typed it on the old typewriter and then she's only got the the one master copy. Yeah, she um, literally has one copy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she just makes copies for parents from that, um, which would be a lot easier than retyping it for for each exactly. new new family because on you've your only old, got timey an old timey typewriter. typewriter. Um, you ever used an old timey typewriter? I literally own one. It's right next to me. Of course you do, you fucking nerd. <laughs> um, no, that's not the reason. Any 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 other guesses? Um. I know, like, I know there are some people who prefer reading in all caps because of eyesight. I sure. don't prefer that. I, like, I just prefer making the font bigger, personally. Uh, and it's easier for me to distinguish when things are uppercase and lowercase. But that's the only other reason I could guess. Nope. Here we go. Is okay. Because I'm well-established. I've been in childcare um, for 35 years. And uh, a lot of providers uh, look to me for um, advice and, hey, what about this? And, you know, they ask me different weird questions. But um, they always want to. Wait, we got to pause here for a second. De Debbie's being a little bit humble. She's the uh, she's the president, president beating heart of a of a very well-respected Washington State Family Child Care Association. And she is she is very respected and looked up to and sought out for for advice and resources across the state. Own your um, power, Debbie. Yeah, Debbie, you're 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 wonderful. You're, you're, you're OK, wait, I have a new guess. OK, I have a new guess. Although this doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But I'm okay. Maybe is it because if people ask to see her handbook and then they just copy it, they would have to go through the nonsense of typing it back out in order for it not to be in all caps? Well, let's listen and find out. <laughs> have look at my handbook. Well, then I find people stealing my words and put it in their handbook, so I all capped it 
So that made it very difficult for them to just cut and paste my information into their handbook because then they'd have to convert it all. So, but now I'm thinking about, you know, it being all in caps and so now I have something to think about because I might be the person having to convert all of that into, you know, normal typing. Hmm. Thanks for the thought. All I want to say a long time um, is a Debbie. I love this for you, but B, if you want to convert it into sentence case, call me. There's like you, you don't have to actually type it all out. You can just control A and highlight it, and like we can do this for you, Debbie. You deserve you deserve this taken off your plate if you want. As as soon as I listened, as soon as I listened to this, I I messaged Debbie with uh with some screen capture about how easy it is to do that conversion in right. uh, and word and and a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, it wasn't when she probably when she right. her when she originally oh did, yeah yeah that this was this was a good a good safety precaution and that made make perfect sense. But now it's a matter of highlighting and and uh, and clicking. Did you also but, tell Debbie or Debbie if you're listening, Debbie, send them your handbook as an image, not as a word document. It's much harder to copy from an image. It's harder to copy the text. Listeners. If uh, you get a copy of an image of Debbie's handbook um, and you want to uh, transfer- copy the words. No, <laughs> no. I was going to say, if you if you get a copy, if, if Debbie takes Sam's advice and starts sending out images of her handbook and you want to convert that to use the text in your own handbook, uh, get a hold of me because there are literally dozens no. of, of apps and websites that you can take a- uh, picture it the, the AI will take care of it in seconds and it's very very accurate so uh well well that we're might... trying to help Debbie here Jeff but, but if we're giving her suggestions that aren't going to work that that have a very quick workaround it, it is totally... all right Debbie new idea get yourself some stone tablets start writing in <laughs> cuneiform uh, or, or Debbie, it, when if somebody asks, when they ask for a policy, just read it to them. Yes, they have to record it. No, that that's that's not even hard too because uh, with with clicks you can. Oh, you can just transcribe it. Yeah, there's. I I can't. Think All right, of put a, them in a locked room. Read it to them one time, and then they must use the. Me- don't let them write anything. They must use the memory of the conversation to formulate their own policy. Sure, Debbie, convert your garage into into a, a safe room, just one entrance, uh, no windows or anything. You can have people come over. They can they can read the the handbook in that room. It's it's kind of the government has these rooms that you can they you right, can read top fine. secret documents, right? You you make sure your handbooks are marked top secret. Um, they can go into that room to read it. You 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 have your husband, um, or or the kids in your program. Somebody you look, you're above yeah, this, you're- but you have somebody you have somebody. Sh- Risk them before they go in, so they can't go in with any recording devices, any pens, any paper, or anything, uh, tattoo guns, um, mm-hmm. anything like that. And Bubble then they can gum. read it. Bubble, yeah. Um, then they can read it. A- actually, they got to sk- they they got to strip down to their skibbies. Yes, um, you got to give and, them a jumpsuit that you yeah. approve. No pockets. In fact, no flip flops. No might flip-flops. even be the best option. No, they I must think, turn no, the page that- with their teeth. 
not a jumpsuit. I think I think maybe a old 1980s um uh wham concert t-shirt. Oh yeah. Um, and and that's that's what they've got to wear. They can go in there, they can read it, they've they've got a time limit, they come out that way. They give it back the only... before they go go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my wham <laughs> Very good. Um, and and then they you send them on their way, and that way, they, if they, the only way they can copy anything is if they memorize it. Um, can you believe this podcast is free? Uh, yeah, These ideas I mean, we give people for free. <laughs> problems like this don't get solved um, in in a lot of other podcasts. So, uh, so uh, one might argue think... they're not getting solved in this podcast either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could argue that, uh, Debbie. Debbie, <laughs> thanks for the call, and um, you're a uh, treasure, Debbie. You, uh, you, Debbie. Hey, oh, Sam, Debbie was at uh, Debbie uh, and some of our other callers were at happy hour the other night. Um, Ooh. did you know I started doing? Did you know I started doing happy hour? Uh, I vaguely, I vaguely recall you saying that, but your happy hour is like my middle of the day. Yeah, so. yeah. So you got you got to move to America before you can come to happy hour, Sam. Once again, Once still you- there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure Hawaii is part of America, but um, anyway, we can we can agree to disagree on that. Um, <laughs> listeners, fourth Tuesday of the month, 7.30 p.m. Central Time, Child Care Bar and Girl Happy Hour. There is a link to register. It's just a quick Zoom registration, so I, I, I know if anybody's coming. Uh, if you want to if you want to join me, otherwise, you can go to playvolutionhq.com slash ccbag, and, uh, and you show up. Uh, we did the first one. There are five or six people there. We talked. We talked about recent episodes, like episode one. We talked about the mushroom thing. Everybody there gave yeah. their mushroom, uh, their mushroom uh, options, except for I believe Heather, who was too disgusted by the idea of having mushrooms growing on her body Heather. that she didn't want to participate. Um, we talked about uh, sand genitals, which was the topic of episode one thousand, um, and we talked about some actually early, actual early learning stuff. So uh, uh, join me for for happy hour won't you now that we're 17 minutes into this episode sam uh let's talk about the perfect circle time you you told me this was a thing i want to hear about this this. what is the perfect circle time so i went to washington state where my niece and her parents but my niece lives my niece is and debbie lives there hi debbie i don't know if i saw you debbie uh entirely possible i did but if you're near the seattle area but i my niece is Two, almost three. She turns three next month. So she is just a delightful, typically developing toddler who wants to do the same things over and over again and who's like picking up so much language all the time and is just absolutely so funny and has the cutest curly hair you've ever seen. Uh, She's a gem and I adore her. But this time when we saw her was especially special because we got to go with her to things while her parents stayed home we were like go take a nap do yard work do whatever like we my husband and I were like we are two responsible adults we can take care of a toddler for four hours we can do this we were ready so we accompanied Haley my niece to a variety of places and at one place I'm not going to tell you where the place was at the moment I'm just going to set the scene there's about 20 other toddlers in this room a lot of toddlers Now, importantly, all of the toddlers do have some sort of adult figure with them. So this will come into play later. Um, We start with the circle time. There's one teacher. We're all in a big area. The teacher starts by saying, if your kid doesn't want to be here, let them go explore. I was like, I like her. She's cool. 
We start with a song. Apparently, they do this song every week when they meet. Uh, am I get, am I going to try to guess where this is? You can. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you. Um, okay, when it when it's guessing time, I will let you know. know. So we start with a song to like where we do everyone's name, but obviously these are toddlers. The majority of them are like, I do not want to say my name, so the adults say their name. Then we go straight into music. We're doing dancing. The teacher is telling us some things we can do with our bodies, like jumping on one leg, jumping on the other leg, leg walking backwards, jumping forwards. You can do it or not. Again, multiple children are just leaving, wandering. Sometimes they come back if they want to. Their parents or their adults who are there watch them. They, there's no pressure for them to be there. Like they don't call and say like, Haley, Haley, come back, come back. Nope, they just wander. After that, there's another song. And there are those little bean bags, and we're practicing throwing bean bags from hand to hand. We practice throwing them to an adult. We offer to throw them to another child. Most of them do not do this. That's fine. The teacher continues to explain, you know, some things we can do. Then it's exploration time. I'm like, this is the most perfect circle time I've ever seen. Would you like to guess where we were? Uh, meat this was... plant. Yes. No. <laughs> Um, child labor laws uh, that, uh um uh chemotherapy dispensary dispensary sure that's where 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 you go and you get hooked up to your iv drip when you're getting chemotherapy they call it not the a, dispensary but sh- that's not called no. dispensary no it, it should be child, it should be called a dispensary much more um, child-centered and fun i'm guess uh library story time close but no we were at a gym we were at a gym and so all around in this gym Mm -hmm. is the best shit you've ever seen in your life is balance beams is those little ramps is uh, you know all of those vinyl covered like objects that you can jump on and roll on and go under it's all around and at no point during this hour were the children told you can't be there They didn't have to ignore it during circle time. They were allowed to just leave and go touch it and go swing on shit and go roll on things. There were jumping, like springboards that you Mm -hmm. could jump on. There was, uh, Haley's favorite was called the donut, which had like the inside was like, it, it sunk in a little bit. It was like squishier. So you can jump into the inside and then you sink down and then you crawl your way out. But this... This teacher, this gymnast, who was like a, she was like a real gymnast. She was like doing roles and stuff. And I'm like, this is really cool. Wow. She's great. Um, Just complete ego death. Like in the term of like, absolutely no self-centeredness at all. She was like, the children will do what they do. It is fine. They are here to enjoy their time. They are here to explore. If they do not practice flipping the beanbag over and over like a pancake, that doesn't matter. They're getting what they need out of the space. We're here to support them in what they need. And I was like, wow, what if we took that and applied that to times when children aren't at the gym and are in our classrooms and our centers and our schools? What would our circle times look like if we allowed that? If it was an invitation, but not an obligation. So what percentage of the kids were were into her her thing and what percentage of the kids were wandering around i mean it was about i would say it was about 80 20 it obviously it fluctuated a little bit like 
like so my niece was really into it at the beginning when there was stuff to mm -hmm. do and then when she started doing more of like the fine motor stuff Haley was like I don't want to do that and then just like crawled over to the balance beam and was like I go balance beam like yeah you do let's do it and it was like for me it was really cool as an adult to be able to be because I know there's a I'm not a parent um but like you can sense all of the parents like feel like they're being observed and watched and judged based on what their kid does and sure. doesn't do because you so because you were because you were there observing yeah. i mean observing you, had your, you had your fedora on that said yes. podcaster with a little card precisely that said podcaster yeah. in the yeah yeah so but they, to, they to have the teacher continually say whatever your kid does is great let them go sure. explore like you could feel the tension off of especially some of these moms just sure. like melt <laughs> they're like whoo it's okay if my if my boy is gonna run in a circle that's fine if like you know they called the kid over like oh do you want to introduce yourself and he said no it was like <laughs> okay he doesn't have to that's fine they're like oh that's caleb like hi caleb <laughs> it was great like to know that we were in a safe space and like obviously the children pick up on that when the adults feel safe and like they're not performing the sure. children don't feel pressured to perform. They don't feel like they're bad for wanting to explore. They're like, oh, all of my needs are being met and honored. And I can go jump on this trampoline and swing from this bar. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that freedom. I like that that choice. Um, and I wish more of us had it more of our days. Um, early learning people and not early learning people. Yeah, um, people. Yeah, uh, we're recording the Fourth of July, and I'm I'm, I'm feeling I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling uh, uh, really uh, uh, free today, um, especially so freedom, freedom, freedom centered. Um, I was looking up the uh, the the firework law, laws in, in Mississippi since uh, oh God. It was our first Fourth of July here. Um, everything's legal. Great, have fun. Problem is the the man has still got his his foot on the neck of people. You got to well, be yeah. at least twelve years old to buy fireworks. I mean, how I are mean, they going to check? They don't give twelve year olds IDs. I mean, I mean, like if you're a really yeah. tall eight year old. How are they going to know? I mean, if if you're showing up at the uh, the roadside fireworks right. stand at, on your at big the big wheel. boom fireworks. <laughs> And and then the other thing is some local communities um can do their own their own bands. So uh right. that's kinda it's kinda sad. I wish there was a little bit more freedom. But uh, you know, what are you gonna do? Uh if if it was if fireworks were as as uh as free range as that circle time sounds, they'd they'd be they'd be, they'd be all over the place. Yeah, yeah. But the the other thing I enjoy is I, I live in one of those communities that has a, a band and it was it was it was chaos outside last night. So there is a ban, but because Americans are fucking free, um, they're 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 blowing things up all over the place, which was delightful, except for for Gigi and Slinky weren't very happy about it. Yeah. Um. So most of the parents got cool with the with yeah the, they were all this... super cool with it, which was that's which good. Was, I thought was really great, and also like signaled to me you know, parents are okay with this level of freedom for their kids. Now, I think there's part of it that's definitely, you know, this was sort of an extracurricular thing, right? Like this wasn't a school. This was, you know, something, yeah. this was a gym. This was like a 
you know, an outside of school activity. So would that like, would their tune be different if they were, if this was at school? I, I honestly don't think so. I think a lot of the parents saw how great the freedom was for the children and how much mm-hmm. fun they had and how much they were still, you know, they were still working on all of those gross motor activities. They were still working on taking turns on communicating their needs on, you know, the things toddlers do. So like, how do, how, what is, what are some ways we can transfer that to the classroom setting? Be like, look, we also like, we do these things here for a reason. And the reason is because children take what they need because they know themselves and are learning yeah. about themselves. And we are here to guide them as opposed to force them to sit here and recite the days of the week and talk about the weather. Yeah. Yeah. And I I would love if programs all had that kind of environment you're talking about with all the climby and, and flippy oh and bouncy and all it that stuff. So because cool. Especially for toddlers that it's that, that, that you, you have to do, the physiological stuff, you have to integrate the sensory systems, the vestibular system, the proprioceptive system, and the interoceptive system are are vitally important. You have to do do that before you can do the reading and writing. And so that's exactly what those toddlers are wired for. And so toddler rooms should be set up more like those types of gymnasiums than, than like the classrooms so many of them are starting to look like. Yeah. And even if, even if you are, you know, you have what you have, you can't get any more for a variety of reasons. Totally understand. Like you can't redo the classroom right now. That's okay. Something I started doing this year that was incredibly beneficial is in my three to five classroom is I was required to have a circle time like for documentation purposes. Um, But I just sort of treated it like an extension of everything else. It's like, hey, if anybody wants to dance, we're going to come dance. Or if anybody wants to play Floor is Lava, we're going to do that. Like you just, you you start your circle time with these movement games and with these songs and dances. Like there's a ton that, you know, our listening focus, uh, like Greg and Steve have a bunch. Listen and Move was our super favorite Um, so it's got all of those similar things. You can set up an obstacle course and have them do that. Like you can start with that and that can be a lot of the movement and the freedom that comes with it. I had kids that didn't participate every day. I had kids that were literally on top of it as soon as it came out. Uh, some kids, you know, didn't want to do it one day, wanted to do it the other day. And it like was great for them to be able to express their interest in it and what they needed at the time. And it was great for me because then when I did, you know, book time, when I did whatever like skill work I needed to do that day for documentation purposes, they had had such a long opportunity to move and wiggle and dance and yell and scream. It was a lot easier for them to focus and feel like they were present in the moment. And I had much fewer, you know, behavior quote unquote behaviors that I had to manage sure. because their bodies were taken care of. Like what we was start- that music? What was oh, that Greg music and Steve. Thing? Greg and Steve. Greg and um, Steve. I believe it's Greg and Steve. It's called Listen and Move. People, okay. it's so good. It's yield no. classic. Okay, sure, listeners, but I've got another recommendation. A little bit of uh uh Dave and Eddie. Uh you put on Van Halen's jump is what you need that's to That's also put on. really good. We um, liked um the, they love the twist perfect- and shout. Sure. By the Beatles. They loved that one. <laughs> or, sure. Their, uh, sure. Yeah, that was that was really good. Oh, no, is that called Twist and Shout? Whatever that one's called. The Shake It Up Baby one that's in um, Ferris Bueller. 
you know, yeah. they love or, that one. Or you just play Ferris Bueller. Just, yeah, you just, just play Ferris Bueller. Just, just like dance Ferris to this. Yeah. Dance to Matthew um, Broderick. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Gill has a lot of also really great movement songs that aren't like super corny. His are really fun. I like I like him a lot. They liked him a lot. Um, lots of jumping and counting was a big favorite of my students because they or, just liked some, to count. Some Aerosmith. Aerosmith um, also K-pop. The kids love K-pop, man. Sure. Don't sure. know what they're um, saying, but they like to dance. Maybe you uh maybe you dig out some BGs. Um Oh yeah, I, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. I had um, oh, I had one kid I turned on Little Richard once. Oh, there you go. And her like her you could see her mind expanding. Mm-hmm. Like she was just standing there beating and would not stop dancing. She sure. was just putting the beads on the pipe cleaner, like her whole body was wiggling. It was the best thing I'd ever seen. Sure. Um, maybe, maybe some Hendrix and uh and you can't go wrong with a little bit a little bit of Big Mama Thornton if you're if Ooh. you're looking for uh, for uh for some 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 active music to move to. Yeah. Um Fine. okay, Sam, I was I was a little bit skeptical about the perfect circle time, <laughs> but uh I'll uh the perfect circle time it ha- it's yeah. f- like freedom focused right yeah again it's an invitation not an obligation there we go they're, they're getting what they need out of it hey listeners you're not obligated to call and leave a message at 228-363-6737 but you can you can join me at happy hour um we'd, we'd like to know your thoughts about whatever you're thinking about uh we're actually going to get into um uh, maybe the next episode um something that came up over at uh at the the playhaven site i've set up uh one of our one of our former callers uh stopped by Playhaven and she was dealing with something that um she didn't tell me it was okay to use as the topic but I'm going to but I won't mention her in case she doesn't want to be mentioned we'll but, anonymize uh, it's fine we're gonna so we're gonna listeners about- remember if you call us everything you say could be on this podcast well, I mean if you if you leave a message oh and uh and and we've got a couple of listeners that are that are that 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 text me I, almost in real time when they're listening to episodes um which has been delightful for me that's amazing um yeah so live tweet that's these been, episodes yeah yeah so that's uh it's it's I don't I don't I don't feel very safe when they're they happen to be driving but you know um, oh my god don't do that yeah yeah <laughs> I'm screaming at you no because sam rides a bike i ride a bike (laughs) uh nah sally is in uh sally's in texas so she probably isn't gonna hit you so i won't get Um, hit that's fine a lot of straight roads in Texas anyway. Um, I'm sure she pulled over. Hey, this here has been the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast, the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast. We will be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.